I twisted in the air as one of the two men who faced me kept his cool and thrust hard for my middle. The turn was enough so that the blade touched me, but ran harmless over the chain that protected my belly. Arm extended, balance compromised, he was helpless for the hard cut that hit him in the face. I didn't see where, just felt the impact as I landed. Spun and stepped away, turning back to face the last of the three and swinging wildly as I did so. My blade rang on his. I didn't hesitate, just stepped in, controlled my blade, and thrust. Tahal was beyond him, his arm thrust out. I countered the spell, whatever it might have been, leaping back from a wild swing that would have taken my head off. Both our stones were now useless for a moment or two. A moment or two that I needed, the warrior facing me stepped in and swung again, pressing his advantage. I'd lost it, lost the feel, lost the momentum, lost the attitude. He was bigger, stronger, more experienced, and I retreated, stepping back, blocking or dodging blows, any one of which would have killed or maimed me. Tahal had cast a round. Realizing his spell was countered, he caught sight of me and shifted, angling to be able to cast at me without striking the man whose attacks were making me feel increasingly desperate. I caught sight of Jocasta, hands bound, watching me. Near her stood Ishal, robed in black, a shimmering figure in front of him, seeming to grow. Tahal stabbed his fist my way and I countered again, stepping rapidly back and into something firm yet yielding. Something suddenly impacted me hard in the back and I was thrown to the ground. Distantly aware of a snort, a stamping of hooves, I rolled away, caught a glimpse of a sword stabbing down, point buried deep in the ground. Winded, I still reacted, up on one knee and thrusting over the useless weapon, my blade riding up the sleeve of the chainmail that should have protected his arm. Had my blade, not by blind luck, passed inside, he let go the sword with a hiss of pain and I was up on my feet. He ran. Everyone seemed to be running, except me and Jocasta. Our gazes locked for a second only, and I saw the expression on her face. Relief. Joy. Beyond her, three figures were a horse and fleeing, one in a black robe, a warrior, and Tahal. I became aware of Sapphire, who was turning and taking in the scene, Danant standing over a fallen foe gazing after the fleeing horseman, Debaku seemingly wrestling with an ethereal figure wrapped around him. I watched, blinking, slightly dazed, seeing, but not really understanding what was happening to him and unable to help. What could I do? There was nothing, so I watched even as I began to move toward Jocasta, dividing my attention between them. It had been so easy in the end. One short fight, some of our enemies killed, some fled, and Jocasta freed. I felt elated, even as I felt nervous about Dubaku's struggle, a struggle I could influence not one bit. He would live or die, succeed or fail by his own skill alone in whatever contest was actually occurring. Suddenly, he crumpled boneless to the ground, but the spirit, for that is clearly what it was, vanished. The night was still, apart from receding hoofbeats and Jocasta's voice. I knew you would come, she said with fierce pride. I knew it. Then she ruined the effect by bursting into tears, because she hadn't known it at all. She had only hoped. I held her for a while. It felt good. It didn't take her long to get hold of herself. Don't kill them. I said, not exactly the first words I wanted her to hear me say, but I needed to respond to what was happening, not what I wanted to happen. It was something that had been bothering me, and when Sapphire made to dispatch the wounded, I intervened. It was his way. Your enemies are dead, you've won. But if they still live, you haven't won yet, so kill them. But it wasn't my way. It wasn't the way of the city. 
We won by beating our enemies and letting them live with the knowledge they had been beaten. A dead man is no use for anything but fertilizer, but a beaten enemy can be productive. We taught them that opposing us was not only futile but wrong, that our way was better, that peace, safe passage, and a free market enhanced their lives. It wasn't the time to preach. I didn't think the wounded men would be receptive. But it was an opportunity for me to stop them from becoming so much meat. So I did. Still, I had to tell them why I was sparing them. No sense doing it else. There were only four who looked like they might live, and I picked the most attentive, addressing myself to him. He clutched a wound in his thigh, keeping pressure on so that he did not bleed out, eyeing the wound dispassionately and regarding me with masked fear and open hatred. I am Sumto Marian Ikshatha Cerulean, patron of the city. Understand this, if you had not raised arms against our people, you would still have a land to call your own.